Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. Please check the three dots menu above or look along the bottom row until you see a cog icon. Click that and then hit the words advanced or higher quality and bump up your video to the best available resolution for your device. I'm here to speak about the fulfillment of another of the Lord's prophetic words. I give the Lord honor and I give the Lord glory for the veracity of his words. It is only the Lord Jesus Christ who makes the hidden things known to us. And the Lord is doing this because of his great love for his people in the United States and everywhere else in the world. On the 16th of July, the Lord spoke to me about something that I was not aware was taking place. He spoke to me in my sleep about approval, FDA approval that was coming down the pipeline for the current emergency use vaccines in the United States. The Lord made it clear to me that the drug companies were not happy that their product was not given full approval in the United States, which means that public trust and public confidence was being withheld from them. This is what he said they felt, that they felt that they were being denied public public trust and public confidence because they were only given emergency use status and not full status as other approved medications had. The Lord also made it clear to me that approval of these um, of these injectable solutions would be what opens the door for two things. One of that would be progressing to the next stage of the prophecy that also is here on the master's voice called survival of the fittest. So the first thing that would happen is that a lot of people that are being called vaccine hesitant now would literally run out the gate and they would form the second wave of people rushing forward to take these things because now the only thing that was holding them back is not that they were worried about things that could happen to them or it's not because they have actually dug into the data and seen what else is going on and what potential harm actually what proved harm these things can cause. The Lord was saying that these people are only holding back because they have so much trust in the government and they have so much trust in what, what is America's medical infrastructure that they were holding back until they could see that made in America, or at least a stamped, um, approved in America seal of approval on these things. But once that seal was given, the Lord said that there would be a literal flood of people who no longer felt hesitant, who no longer felt worried about personal safety, and they and their families would go forward and take these things. This would be the fulfillment because the prophecy survival of the fittest is what I would call a long range prophecy. A long range prophecy is one that gives you a very long range view of what is going to happen according to the word of the Lord. But because it takes place in stages, you see it unrolling itself rather slowly, as opposed to some of them where the Lord just says, this event is going to take place. Like the other event that I recently posted, he causes all where the Lord had revealed that there would come segregation and separation in the United States by use of technology to separate those who have taken this thing from those who have not. And in that prophecy, God revealed that there would be a clear separation based on lifestyle, daily lifestyle. So the nicer things and the better things, the things that we might call an evening out or a fancy night out would be kept away from those who did not have the Excelsior Pass. Whereas those who had the Excelsior Pass 
which you cannot get without taking a vaccine, would have access. And so this came to pass just, um, I think, maybe less than 10 days ago. Um, New York passed the law, and it's called the Key Key to NYC. And those who have the Excelsior Pass, which means that they have taken this, um, are able to go to gyms, and they're able to eat indoors in restaurants, and they're able to go to movies and things like that, and the rest cannot so that came to pass. That is an event prophecy where the Lord simply says, this will happen, and then it happens. But survival of the fittest, I have shared on this channel, is one of the heaviest and the gravest prophecies that I, Celestial, feel that I've ever been asked by the Lord to bring. And simply because that prophecy carries with it, for me anyway, a sense of dread. Dread comes when you are looking down the tube at things that God says will happen, and there's actually nothing you can do about it but prayer. So he said that there would be a second wave. And in that prophecy, the second wave was represented by a second group of elephants who watched the first wave go and begin drinking in the pool that contained the crocodiles and nothing happened to them at first. And so when the second wave saw that, they became very emboldened and they drew near. But then what happened is the crocodiles that were submerged in the lake struck the first wave. So they held on to them by their trunks and they pulled them to their deaths. But because the second wave were so close to the pool, the crocodiles also swarmed out and was able to capture and drag almost all of the second wave into the pool also to certain death. It was a very bloody scene. And in that prophecy at the place, the Lord paused it. There was a third group of elephants. And those are the elephants who said that they would never ever go and drink at that watering hole. They were very far up the hill. And what the Lord showed me is that the crocodiles had no interest in climbing all the way up to the hill to grab those elephants. This prophecy was given to me in December, 2020. And therefore, though I have not posted a fulfillment of it as yet, I am letting you know that this prophecy is gradually coming to pass exactly as the Lord had revealed it to me in December, I think it was December 24th or 25th, I received that word. So that is the first thing to come back to where we are as I speak about this fulfillment. That is the first thing that God said would happen, happen in the prophecy entitled Vaccines in America, July 16, 2021. He said that there would be FDA approval because there's a lot of cash at stake for these vaccines. So I don't know how much money has actually been invested into this thing. And I don't know what these companies actually stand to lose financially, but the pressure that the Lord was putting on me in the dream is as a man who stands to lose everything. And so absolutely needed these approvals to go through. So I'm here to let you know that these approvals have gone through. I've read only one article. I only had time to read one article today. And what it said that, um, I think it, it said, among other things, that United Airlines had already um, announced a few weeks ago that as soon as there was approval, they would be requiring their staff within five weeks of approval to all receive this or to lose their jobs. So a lot of people have contacted me and let me know in various social spaces that they're under extraordinary pressure at their jobs from their employers, and this is even before approval, that they are being threatened with the loss of their livelihoods, they're being threatened with the loss of their jobs, 
And so it is already a highly contentious issue. And now we can see that the Lord's word having come to pass will definitely open the door for a lot of people to try and secure their bread and their water and their families' safeties by going ahead and taking this. It is at this time that I would like to perhaps mention something. It's been on my heart for a few days, almost a full week, and it's just sort of been boiling in me. Uh, it's not a matter that I actually formally took to the Lord in prayer. I was just working things out in my spirit and my mind, trying to see if it would be worthwhile for me to make mention of these things. But in light of what has happened today, I think that I should go ahead and, and speak. Um, before I speak, I would like to read a brief scripture. It's from 2 Corinthians verse chapter 2 and verse 11, and it says, do not let Satan outwit you. Do not be ignorant of his devices. So before I go further into this, I would like to say that as I bring these prophecies, I see that there's a lot of, it's almost like a boiling pot. It's almost as if when you throw fresh meat into a pool of piranha, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of opinion pieces. There are a lot of di uh, divisive views and there's uh, starting to be a lot of arguments. And what I would like to say to you is this, if you are a Christian, if you are a born again believer, somebody who truly says that you know the Lord Jesus Christ, and you are committed to having his character molded in you, and you are committed to walking in his way, then I have to warn you that it is very necessary not to take a narrow view of what is happening in this nation at this time. I have said over and over again that you are witnessing the rise and the advent of what will be known as the new world order. It has reimagined re itself because it's probably been called that for 30 or 40 years by the people who are in the know. And so they have a new name for themselves, the Great Reset. They're talking about the environmental reset and the jobs reset. And all this basically is, is the awakening of the kingdom that Daniel warned about and that John the Revelator warned about, which is the beast kingdom. When the beast kingdom is rising, many things are going to happen simultaneously. All the nations are going to be stripped of sovereignty in order for the beast to live and be one kingdom, which is why it is called the one world order. In order for there to be one, there cannot be many. So all the nations are going to lose their sovereignty. And what you are watching, the Lord already shared in the prophecy, survival of the fittest is a social exercise. It is a social experiment. Imagine a man who has built a very excellent model train set. The only problem is that he has never had an opportunity to test the efficacy of his train set in real life. He's been building it in the basement for five years, carefully putting all the tiny pieces in place by hand. It is a meticulous work, and he feels almost certain in his heart that it will run exactly as trains and locomotives do in real life. The only problem is because this man has built it in the basement, he has nowhere to test his train set. He needs to give it a trial run so that when he takes it to the national fair at the end of the year, he wants to be sure that it runs as perfectly as he believes it will because he's given it a test run. We are in the middle of a live action exercise test run. 
So to all the people who keep saying, oh no, it, it must be the mark and it has to be the mark, I caution you to return to the word of God. The word of God says that in the final times when the transgressors have reached their full, a king of fierce features will stand up. This is the son of perdition. This is the man of sin. He has many names in the scripture, but he is the shining apple at the middle of a very poisonous orchard. In order for this man's mark to come out, the man himself has to stand up. This man has not yet stood up. And the reason that I know that what is taking place now cannot be the fulfillment of what the scripture teaches, at least this is my understanding, and no one has to follow it, but I am sharing it to try and tamp down the absolute hysteria that I keep seeing on the blog and seeing in the YouTube post when I finally come to check them at the weekend. When this man stands up, he will declare many things and he will do many things. This man will be a solver of many problems. The world will be in a state of absolute tumult at that time. And the advent of this man will bring about so many solutions and so many answers that the hearts of people will be bonded to him, not only naturally because he's seen as a natural savior against wars and all sorts of things. There will be a very powerful spiritual component that will almost remove the ability of people to think critically and their souls and their spirits will be bonded to this man. The Lord gave me recently a very disturbing image and I haven't had time to fully transcribe it and pull it, put it up, but I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the speed with which the Lord is speaking, balance my daily life and still be true to this work because I do this work from my heart. But when this man stands up, he will make many declarations. And one of the declarations he will make eventually is that he is God. It is at that time, just as we as Christians or people who follow other faiths, it is at that time that we will be required, all flesh, all surviving flesh anyway, after the trials that will precede his advent, his rise, his exposure to the whole world. It is at that time that we will then have to see and prove if we are loyal to the Lord God, following the Lord God by refusing this stamp, this seal that we are with this man or not, this cannot be given to you by force because Revelation 13 and 16 didn't say, and he leapt upon all the populace and forced upon them. It says he causes all young and old, small and great, ETC, ETC, to receive. I state all the time when you read the word of God, you cannot twist it to fit your thoughts or what you're looking at in the modern world. You don't take real world events and try to shove the scripture into it to make it fit. The scripture is eternal and it was before I was or any of us. So you allow scripture to be what it is and then you as a good student that is seeking to be approved before the Lord, then seek what is looking like it will fit the scripture. But you don't take scripture and try to force it to fit the thing that is happening. This is a great problem in the body of Christ. It is, a, it is a normal habit and we truly need to stop it because it will lead us into devastating error. I read 2 Corinthians 2.11, do not let Satan outwit you. Do not be ignorant of his devices. Brothers and sisters, a device is something that moves a story 
forward. A device is something that moves a narrative forward. The people who are leading this nation and many other nations are not stable and well people. At least I feel I can confidently say that. They are serving a God who is totally not the God that many of you that visit this channel are serving. That means that they have different agendas and a completely different focus than your focus. The only difference that I see between the sons of Belial and the sons of God is that the sons of Belial are much more learned in the scripture and they understand that there is a narrative in the scripture prescribed by God and they are simply seeking to prematurely cause that narrative to birth. They are seeking to prematurely cause that narrative to come out into the earth. So I spoke of the man with the model train and I said that he has this model train and he wants to take it to the big fair at the end of the year, but he needs to be sure that it will work the way he thinks it will. This is what is happening. The reason that you see these injectables being tied to your ability to buy and sell and everything else is these people want to watch and monitor how easy it will be later on to get people to take a physical, tangible demarcation upon the hand or upon the head to buy and sell. If I can be blunt for a moment, they simply want to know how important bread and water is to us and what we'll be willing to do to get it. And there's no better way to do that than with this social experiment, as the Lord Jesus himself caused it, that is taking place across the earth right now. They're watching the first wave, do it for their own reasons, keep your neighbor safe, do it, it's the right thing to do, do it, you're a responsible citizen. And now they will watch the second wave do it because, oh, so this group, this control group of rats, the first group did it because they wanted to feel good and they wanted to feel like social, socially responsible citizens. That's rat group A. Rat group B will do it when they get top-down approval. So rat group wants to be safe. The first rat group did it to be good. But the second group of rats will do it to be safe. So that leaves only control group C. The third group of rats that have decided that no cheese is worth it. You are not watching Revelation 13, 16 in its actual explanation right now. This is my genuine understanding from what the scripture has said. And you are absolutely free to disagree. It is rare that I share my views, but I said this one time because it was burdening my heart so much. You are watching a device that moves the narrative forward. The second thing is Luke chapter 10 and 19 God has given us power to trample over serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. Do you know what all the power of the enemy is? I'm asking this question, especially to those who come and, and, and so lazy in the bottom of, in the body of Christ these days. Link, please. Scripture, please. This is not the third grade. The Bible says that you should show yourself approved. You should sharpen your own blade. The Bible says you work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Nobody owes you a link and nobody owes you a scripture because if you're anything even close to a mature adulthood, you should already know that each one should be digging in this word, not only for understanding, but the sheer survival we're going to need from the scripture. Before all this is said and done, brothers and sisters, you will come to understand that this Bible is truly a living book and that when you speak the words out, 
especially if you are being faced with things that are otherworldly and they will come, you will understand why I truly say memorize the scriptures and understand what the power of each single word means. Luke 10, 19 says serpents, we know that. Scorpions, we know that. All the power of the enemy. Do you know what that can contain? If Satan brings about a device that the Lord has already shown will do something to the internal the internal temple of the body and change the body in such a way that people will become reanimate, which is dead and not alive. I need to ask you if this was indeed the mark spoken of in Revelation 13 and 16, what do reanimate have to do with it? Reanimate have no part in the kingdom of God. Reanimate cannot be a part of the multitude that the beast will try to cause in Revelation 13 and 16. So if they take this thing and a portion of people change their nature and they are no longer human, can you not see that this is one of the many devices of the enemy that is being used to move us along the timeline to when we finally get to when this final open mark will be introduced and that is when all of humankind will be forced to either show their loyalty to christ and flee to wherever or show their love to the beast which revelation 13 talks about the whole world wondered and marveled which means to have extremely overflowing love and desire and admiration for the beast and they marveled and they said who is like the beast who can make war with him this is nothing less than complete fandom, total hero worship. And these are the people that Revelation 13, 16 is causing. Because right after that, it's talking in verse 17, and all who refuse are going to either have their heads chopped off or something. I have said on this channel, there's going to be martyrdom. And when I say that, either, everyone is either upset or angry, and yet I cannot hold back. Because these are the things that the Lord has shown me. The Lord has given me freedom today to speak. I have another prophecy that I will hopefully be able to make today and put up. But he simply said, Celestial, remind them what I have said. America is under judgment. And America is being punished. And part of the punishment I have already shared is extreme death brought about by weaponized diseases, bioweapons that will greatly cut down the population of this nation. So for me, I watch in a little bit of puzzlement when I see people arguing and saying, oh, it is this and it is that, when it is, it is really clearly part of a greater plan to make sure that there are less undesirables living in this nation. By the time the New World Order government fully stands up, this government is going to fully stand up in your face. And when I say this government, I'm not talking about anything America ever elected or not elected. I am talking about a very high-ranking, elitist, Satanist leadership that is not serving America or serving Belarus or serving Puerto Rico or serving the EU or any nation. It is serving the dragon. And that collective will stand up in every country. 
So what we're seeing here is being duplicated in France, it's being duplicated in the EU, it's being duplicated in Australia, where they are very strongly fighting back. Well done to you, Australians. Well done to you for getting off social media and flooding the streets in, in your 5,000s and your 10,000s for your freedom and your rights. Well done to you, France, for going out and making it known that you will not lie back and have your bodily integrity violated just so you can have bread. You have a right to bread. You have a right to education and your freedom and your liberty. So to all the nations who are actually doing this, well done to you. Your history has taught you that wars and devices are not fought on social media. And so the train set is being tested because it has a big event to go to and that big event is already written in the word of God. The train set is being tested on the peoples of the nations. The different little rat groups are being watched for their rat group responses. And so to rat group three, I have already brought the prophecy once and I bring it again. Because this approval has come through, there will be mandates and there will be laws and just as the Lord showed me many months ago, I think in May or April, where I shared it in the prophecy, um, forced V and Nazis, there will be force, forcible vaccination in the nation of the United States and basically all over the world. This is Celestial and the Master's voice. I will read this one verse. It's been on my heart. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, and that they may all be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And therefore, the Bible is saying that when the lawless one actually comes, not when he is revealed, but when he comes, he will come with the working of po powerful satanic devices, powerful satanic signs, lying wonders. And he will thrive and be very successful among all those who are unrighteous because they will be easily deceived and they will be deceived unto perishing. Perishing means that you will die. Perishing means that you just choices that you have made, decisions that you have made, that you will literally lose your life. Another thing that was heavy on my heart before the Lord this weekend, and he spoke to me today about it and just said, be free and tell them there will be a lot of loss of life before we ever get to the mark. Huge, huge loss of life, a lot of perishing. God says that he will bring some of his people home through diseases. And God has also told me, and I've never held it back, it's in multiple prophecies on the master's voice, is that here in the United States, bioweapons absolutely will be used. Weaponized biological diseases that will cull the population. This is the very first time. This is just the first one of them that is being done in the open. You can't be an American and tell me that you're absolutely unaware of how many decades the food, the air, the water have been poisoned. Food, scandal after scandal will come and everyone will go, this can't happen. Five minutes later, it's forgotten and life does go on as normal. This is simply the first time that the administration of this country has done this. 
in our faces. It's called a hard kill. Pandemics are a hard kill. Weaponized diseases are a hard kill. America has been superior in soft kills, which is where you cull the population slowly. 50,000 dying every year through flu deaths, and yet nobody ever noticed until a major pandemic was declared. Hard kill, in your faces, out in the open. The beast is rising. May God keep you and bless you. I give God praise for the fulfillment of his words. Only he knows the truth and he deserves the glory when these things come to pass. God bless you. And until I'm back with another video, take care and goodbye.